Welcome to another episode of Dave and Greg Need an RV. You know what number this is, Greg, don't you? Number 20. 20. Oh, my goodness. Feels like a milestone, doesn't it? 20 hours with you, Dave. (laughs) 20. I was just going to say every episode feels like a milestone with you. It's almost a full day. (laughs) Finishing one. Almost 24 hours. Yeah, that's a lot. It really is. 20, yeah, 20 plus hours of of fun programming. Of gibberish. Yes. Babbling gibberish. We just give and give and give to our listeners, don't we? (laughs) So true. Okay, Greg. So episode 20, uh, today is October 27th. Uh, let's talk about who's got a birthday today. Famous people with birthdays. Uh, all right, David. Some very, there were a lot of names, uh, this year or this, uh, for a lot of people day. born this oh, yeah. day. A lot okay. Of people. Let's, let's start with Theodore Roosevelt, David, mm. Theodore Roosevelt. Wasn't 18- he in leave it to beaver? <laughs> Oh, that was Theodore Cleaver. Sorry. Oh, We're starting off. <laughs> he was a here. president, wasn't he? 1858 to 1919. Dave, do you know which U.S. president he was? What number? I'll give you some choices. He was either the first president. No, I know that's not true. Because 20- that was Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> the 26th president. Mm. Or the 50th president. The 26th. Oh, you're so smart, I am so smart. (laughs) I am so smart. S-M-R-T. I am so smart. Hey, Jackson. (laughs) Jackson disagrees. Jackson's walking through the studio. Like, no, it's so smart. Well, Jackson got all his smarts from me, so he thinks I'm smart. All right. You know who was born in 1926, Dave? Mm, No. H.R. Haldeman. I don't even know who oh, that is. Oh, come on. Nixon's White House chief of staff during Watergate? Mm-hmm. He was a bad boy. When I was yeah. 10, I wasn't watching who the chief of staff was. Well, and then you missed every history class in high school, as we learned in prior episodes. I pretty much did. <laughs> 1939, English actor and comedian from Monty Python was born in Western Supermar, Somerset. Um Damn, who was it? Okay, did you have a name? Yes, I did, but it didn't print out. <laughs> oh, it's goodness. the main guy. Oh, wow. What's his name? Mm. Shoot, I was in a rush. It'll come to me. Monty Python. Uh, not Cleaver. John you said, Cleason? Cleese. Yeah, Cleese. Cleese. Cleese, yes. Look at me coming up with so that. smart. In 1940, American mafia gangster and head of the Gambino family, born in the Bronx, New York, John Gotti. John Gotti, yeah. Uh, uh, then there was, oh, this is all messed up. American CIA case officer and alleged Soviet spy who defected to the Soviet Union. I don't have his name on here. Oh Good my grief. goodness. Everything, everything got screwed up. That, the, oh my gosh. We are off to a rollicking start here on Dave and Greg Need an RV. 1963, Marla Maples. Oh, you know her name. I do. It's not on here. She was ex-wife of Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. I almost asked if she was deaf, but that was a different Marla, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) There was an actress. It must be a different Marla. There was an actress that won the Academy Award. She was deaf. very good. I thought her name was Marla, too. I think it is, but I can't remember her Hmm. last name. You know what Donald Trump said about Marla Maples, don't you? No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) God. I think he said that a lot about a lot of women. <laughs> it's right, kind of like you on this uh, on this uh-huh. on this program. And can't his name didn't print out again. <laughs> but 
<laughs> the lead singer of the American rock band Stone Temple Pilots. Scott Weiland. Yes. Good job. I bailed you out again. You did. I bailed you out. Boy, on, I... You looked up birthdays, and then you didn't even know whose birthday it was. I really did. I wrote them all down. I was all excited about this segment. I hope your I notes aren't... up. I hope your notes aren't that bad for the See whole... See how black those notes are? Everything printed oh, and God. copied and pasted wrong. Good heavens. Can That's I tell what you what happened on this day? Please do. Okay. Well, Do I'm, better than me, Dave. I'm going to do better than you. I usually do. <laughs> On this day today, Greg, uh, in nineteen or sixteen eighty two, Philadelphia was founded. Do you know who found it? Christopher Columbus, William Penn. <laughs> oh, that's right. William Penn founded uh, Philadelphia in sixteen eighty two. That's an old city. Wow. Well, it was the uh, the first. Uh capital of the united states you know well there you go or the colonies i guess there you, you know more about history than I me do like me some history uh 1904 mm. something happened in new york do you know what that was 1904 new york can't think of it the new york city subway opens Ooh. in 1904 that yeah. surprised me that, yeah i thought I, that was earlier than i thought it would have been uh i think they're still running the same trains probably <laughs> probably <laughs> Now, how would how how did they run them back then? Did they run them off coal or what? Horse and buggy. Horses <laughs> just ran the subway. Gerbils. <laughs> there was millions think, and millions of rats in I, New York City. I'm sure I'm wrong. I think it was steam. I think they ran them on steam. That, yeah, that sounds right because you couldn't burn coal down in the tunnel. You, that would be choke bad. everybody out. That'd be pretty bad. But. Greg, mm. in 1955, the movie Rebel Without a Cause was uh, released starring James Dean and Natalie Wood. Yes, it was. Yes. Have you seen Rebel Without a Cause? I haven't seen it. Yeah. But I know I know the legend of James Dean and then Natalie Wood. Yeah. Um, she died on a, in a boat accident, right? Yeah. That, that, Under that questionable circumstances. Shady circumstances. Shady yes. it was, yeah. And those those people never uh, those people never uh, came to justice. Got any justice, did there was they? No justice. Christopher Walken and... Yeah. Um, who was the guy? Who, I got Robert believe, Wagner. Yeah, yeah. I got I to believe Christopher Walken was not involved. There was something going on on that boat. Oh, yeah. That they didn't tell everybody. Yeah, shenanigans. Dang it. Greg. Yeah. In 1969, Ralph Nader sets up a <laughs> consumer organization known as Nader's Raiders. Oh, yes. And you know what we turn that into? Not a sponsor. <laughs> Ralph, oh come on, Ralph Nader. Ralph Nader uh, looked out for the consumer, yes, and that's what we do with not a sponsor. Do we you, tell everybody who not to do business with. Do you know uh, what one of Ralph Nader's first attacks was? No. Which, the, do you remember the Corvair, the car, the Corvair? Yeah, yeah. So he came out, uh, did some analysis on it, and came out with a. I think it was a. Uh, I don't know some write up. Unsafe at any speed. <laughs> was it? It was. Was yeah. it a convertible? Yeah, he pretty much got decapitated. Oh, no, whatever he wrote in the thing. Oh well, it's fair. Hey, it was it's a fair moment. It was back in the early days. Nobody cared about safety back then, did they? No seatbelts. I, re no I remember. Rests. I remember getting thrown in some vehicles and going about eighty miles an hour with no seatbelt on. Yeah, sometimes you'd do it in the back of a pickup truck. Heck yeah. You'd sit in the back of a pickup truck and get bounced around all over the you place. Betcha. Those were the good old days. Those were the good old days when we didn't care about safety. Yeah, there wasn't, <laughs> nobody was going to cancel us. Okay, and then the the last thing I have Woke for you. people came along. Guess what happened in 1985, Greg? 
Hmm. On this day in 1985, in the World Series, the Kansas City Royals <laughs> routed the St. Louis Cardinals 11-0 to at Royal Stadium for four, uh, for four games to a three-game win. The MVP was pitcher Brett Saberhagen. Oh, I remember Brett Saberhagen. And do you see the koozie that I have on my beer right now? Yeah. What does it say? It says uh, you were there, and that <laughs> koozie is from 1985. No, actually, I was in college, and I was watching it on my black and white TV, because <laughs> that's all we had. Sure. But uh, Kansas City Royals, that was our first uh, World Series championship, 1985. Nice. nice. All right. Good lineup. So, uh, current topics, uh, current events and topics of mm-hmm. note. So, what's going on with your pool? The pool has been repaired. Oh, at good. Least, at least I believe it has. You found somebody to repair it. Yeah. So, tell me about it. Have I not told you about this? So, he comes out. We waited a month, maybe six weeks. We call him. Okay, pool's losing all kinds of water. So, he, he waits and waits until, of course, it's 36 degrees and raining out. All right, and he comes out. And I'm working in my office and looking out the window. I can see my pool right right outside my office window. And I'm looking at this guy, and he's got all these probes out and everything. And all of a sudden, he gets into a scuba suit because <laughs> it's so cold out. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that <laughs> and, makes sense. I'm watching him put out a scuba suit, and he gets in. And so he was there a couple hours. He comes out. Um says he found the crack. And uh, so he so the pool is closed up, shut for the winter. Uh, $700. I think I came out smelling like a rose on this one. I thought this thing was going to be thousands. I really thought I was $700 and it's fixed. Yeah. That's great. Well, I don't know for sure if it's fixed. I open it up next year. There may be water. What did he do to it to fix it? I, you know what? He had so many probes and he's turning this on and that on. He's got all these things that look for leaks and holes in the line. Yeah. He comes in and he goes, you only got one, you only got one crack in it. It was right in one of those. Um, and what did he put up? What What did he put on the crack to fix it? He sealed it with some kind of sealant. Okay, <laughs> underwater. Yes. Wow. Yeah, it was impressive. Okay. He said, "You're good to go." Well, it's not as bad as we thought, is and it? And then I immediately stopped losing water, so I was very excited about it. Hey, that's exciting. Week do, later, do you know what your water bill was? No. You'll have to ask Liz. <laughs> hey, Liz. I don't want to know, Liz. If you're listening, and we know you're not, <laughs> what was the water bill? <laughs> Hey, damn you. Oh, okay. Uh, So I know you're probably not dealing with this, but I sure am. The fall foliage. Mm. The the leaves are just oppressive. I know. Your your landscape guys are probably... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> probably working really hard aren't they well i wouldn't I know, know how hard they work because they took care of it today while i was at work mm-hmm. so all my leaves are out in the street right by the street ready for uh ready for those uh hard working men and women of the hudson leaf patrol to get out here and pick them up they come by with their sucky truck yeah the sucky truck <laughs> i love the sucky truck just get your leaves out to the uh, out to the street the sucky truck was on 303 when i was coming home tonight did right it, did it hold you up other side, yeah. 303, I was coming uh, east, and yeah. it was on the west side. There was like 85 cars lined up behind it. Like, uh, I'm like, you got to get the sucky truck off well, 303. Well, I think, I think they're doing maintenance on the on Stowe Road and uh, on the on the railroad tracks. Yeah, on the railroad tracks, and yeah. they've got that road shut down, so yeah. all the traffic's funneling through Main Street, it's a Hudson. Disaster. It is a disaster. Yeah. It took me 45 minutes to get home today, and it usually takes me about 25 minutes. That's ridiculous. I was hopping mad. Don't blame you. Uh, okay, so tell me about the beer mile. 
The Beer Mile. Didn't Zach have the Beer Mile? Zach the international? had the International World Beer Mile Championship yes. a couple weeks ago. Tell me about it. Well, he went to Belgium, although sometimes I say it's Holland. <laughs> he went yes. to Belgium. We got he, the country right now. <laughs> he, came in eight, he came in 18th out of 50 people. So it, in, 50 people? He arguably, you know, you could make an argument, at least for this year, he's the 18th fastest beer miler in the entire world. In the world. In the whole world. That's, that's right. That's hugely impressive. It's very exciting. So yeah. how many heats did they run? Three heats. Three heats. Yeah, he was in the championship heat. So he was he was yeah. in there with the big boys. Yeah, he was in there with the big boys. And big, big news this time around this year. Okay. It's the first time this has ever happened. Mm-hmm. They had to drink out of cans instead of bottles. Yeah, that was I saw that. Yeah, so and none of them liked it. Nobody liked it. What, it slows you down. You what can't was the reason them. for the cans? Um, the place that they held it told them, I don't know if it was last minute, but like three weeks before, Oh, you can't have glass on our track. <laughs> and if you watch it, you know, this is a, this is in uh, Holland or Belgium or something like that. You're in Belgium and you're watching this thing and they're, you know, they're playing soccer in the middle of it. So they don't want glass broken all over the place, stepping on that junk. So they made them drink cans. What a very well-planned event. So drinking cans slows everybody down sure. by about 20 seconds. I mean, it really changes They should make the it game. so you could shotgun. And, yeah, no kidding. But you see those guys... They're trying to chug the beer, and with the bottles, they just suck it right down. Oh, yeah. The can, you got to keep going back. It gurgles out. Yeah, Yeah, but they should let them shotgun it. Yeah. Because then it would come out really fast, faster than a bottle. Yeah, then they wouldn't. Right. They wouldn't do that. Okay. He did well. I'm very happy for Zach. So, Greg, um, we have have a special guest tonight uh, who's going to, uh, that we're going to call, and I told him uh, that we we, we would call him before... Uh, seven o'clock central time I so see. we're right on we're right on the cusp of that Uh-oh. so better rather, get to it rather than not have this special guest uh i thought we should be on time and give him a call all right you ready that sounds good okay let's go let's see if he let's see if he answers hi this is bob bellin Sorry, I missed your call. Oh, Lord. Please leave a message, and I'll call you back as soon as I can. I can't believe he did that to us. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, Maybe that was a great interview back. with Bob Bellin. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bob. <laughs> okay, well, uh, let's keep doing current events. <laughs> Got a He's call like, me. screw you guys. I'm going to ruin your show. <laughs> <laughs> whether i'm on or off okay so uh as you know i'm training for the new york city marathon yes that's coming up here on november 6th mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, not very many days away how many days is it it's nine <laughs> yes nine days Wait, away is it, is it saturday or sunday it's sunday. a sunday yeah okay, it's a sunday, sunday. so, so what, you got 10 days eight nine ten days to 10 go. days so um i'm committed uh, Saturday, I'm going to do a, my last training run of eight miles, and then I'll be... Yeah. Eight? You got to taper down. Oh, do you really? Yeah, you have to taper down. I don't remember that. I what remember, do you want me to do, a 24-miler right I remember, before I... I remember Liz doing 15 miles before she did hers. And not the week before. Maybe not. That's too hard on your body. It's been... She did it like... 12 years ago yeah you gotta you gotta you gotta do a you gotta do high miles and then you gotta taper down so um last week i did 12 miles and uh this saturday i gotta do eight and then i'll be uh doing the big 26 in the big apple what do you do during the week nothing you just run on the weekends (laughs) 
I don't. <laughs> I've been having oh problems my. with my leg, but oh my, uh, no, 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 no. You have faith. I'm gonna run that thing. Faith. Yeah. Gotta have faith. faith so. Faith. Um, and then the other big news of the week is Elon Musk is all set to buy Twitter. That's right. <laughs> thing that's, that you said was never going to happen. That's going so it's well. about to happen. Even better. Did you hear what he did? Did you hear what he did recently? Aside, aside from saying he's going to lay off 75% of the workers? Well, he, yeah, he, he brought, he, he came in, he came into headquarters and brought a sink with him. <laughs> No, I did not hear about the sink. But I can't remember. I, I, I can't remember why he brought it. Uh, I don't. Under, I, yeah. So I think he's going to shake things up. He's going to lay off seventy five percent of the people. Yeah, that's. It's good to announce that before you actually buy it. That way, you lose all the good people before you get there. <laughs> well, there's not going to be anybody standing in that building. Well, should be exciting. Should be. But exciting. It, it does give uh, more uh, more opportunity for some of the competitors. You know, uh, like Parler, because Kanye West is buying Parler. Oh, no. <laughs> you hadn't heard that? Not Kanye West has, well, I don't know what he's been doing, but all, all I'm reading is all these sponsors dropping him. Yesterday, I think it was yesterday, he had to be escorted out of the Skechers headquarters. What's here. going on with him? He's cuckoo. Yeah, I think he's got Puffs, mental problems, man. don't you? Yeah. yeah. yeah he's, maybe he's we shouldn't the... maybe we shouldn't make light of it because I think, you know, anybody that acts like that is clearly not uh yeah. clearly not but, thinking in their right mind. Yeah, Parler said Score <laughs> I don't there's I don't know anything it. about Parler, so <laughs> let's move on. So what have you been up to? Oh, Dave. I'm working too much. Oh. I'm churching too much. <laughs> I'm just spending too much time. Are you spread thin? I'm spread way too thin. Okay, well, stop it. Do you know what TMC stands for? Too much church? Yes. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's right. Okay, well, I mean. <laughs> too many nights, too the many Lord, days. The Lord doesn't keep score, Greg. We played golf, Dave. Yeah, we played golf. We played golf, I think, was it sun, Sunday? Sunday. You took yeah. me golfing. Yeah. That was that was delightful. I want it looks nice. The weather again was this, looks, the weather was beautiful. It looks nice again this weekend. Well, I can't go this weekend. You got to. No. Yeah. No, the Vikings yeah. are playing. That's Sunday. We'll go Saturday. Um, no, Alice and I are gonna be out of town Saturday. <laughs> I have a girlfriend. Oh that's God. way yeah. more important than you. Liz is like, should we you wanna ask them if they want to do dinner, wanna do this, wanna do that? You no, ask, I don't. You can ask us and we'll say no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had some good ideas for Sunday. What? Are you back on Sunday? Yeah, we're we're coming right back. We're going All one right. play. We're going we're going to a place, and then we're coming right back the next morning. I got because it. she's got to be at Jan's. Um, oh yeah, okay. baby shower. Yeah, there's okay. a baby shower. Yeah, going there on. sure is. Yeah, yeah, so I'm gonna have to get my ass out of bed early, and not happy about that. All right. Well, I have. Uh, I just got a little Snake River Farm delivery today. And it's got steak sandwich meat. And I want to throw that on the uh, the Blackstone and make some steak sandwiches for the 1 o'clock games. On Sunday? Yeah. Okay. I'm, All right. I'm down with that. Woo! Um, I don't know what time the shower is, though. Well, it doesn't it matter just, when the shower is. It may just be us for the it steak matters. sandwiches. It matters that it's 1 o'clock. It's football time. Yes. And once again, I'm going to get screwed on the small screen because it's the same time. I don't know why the Bears and the Vikings have to play at the same time. Well, all the time. Who are the Bears playing? 
they're playing the Cowboys. Oh Lord! At the Cowboys at one o'clock. Yeah. Okay. And Ridiculous. Uh, the Vikings are playing Arizona. Mm. I'm a little worried about that game, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, I De- mean, DeAndre Hopkins is back, and I don't trust them. The Bears, the Bears did a number on a uh, far inferior Patriots team Monday night. That was delightful. Yeah, you guys looked really good. Yeah, Justin Justin Fields finally looked good. That was uh, I like that. That was really nice. Yeah, um, but they're playing the Cowboys on Sunday. Cowboys are five and two, I think. The Cowboys and uh, but I looked- smell an I smell an upset. I smell you're going to be upset. (laughs) And I might be upset too because that the the Arizona Cardinals, I just don't have a good feeling about this game. (laughs) I know. Well, then you'll be upset. I'm going to be upset. You'll be stuffing your face with steak sandwiches. Now, before the last last episode that we had, we were talking about uh, Bears versus Vikings, and the game hadn't happened yet. So tell me how that went, Greg. It, It went poorly. It, it went it went really well for a while. It went well for you in the second half. Yeah, I it, was starting to get agitated. I should have won. I was starting Bears to get agitated. Bears, Bears. They well, you looked like away. you were going to win it Definitely. there at the end, Definitely. but then my defensive back number three yeah. uh, stole the ball from your receiver. <laughs> then I was very jubilant. Like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Fireable offense. Yes. Mm. So yep. Bears. Um, so, so my Justin, Bears are three and four. Justin Fields You're what, pretty. Are you five and two? Five and one. Five and one. We had, had a bye, bye week. week. That's yeah, right. We had a bye like, week. Five and one. So that's yeah. the thing. They're all going to come back from vacation, all soft. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be all soft, and one of our hungover. One of our. Well, well, yeah. One of our uh, linemen got arrested in a oh. club because <laughs> he followed a lady into the restroom and wouldn't leave her alone. <laughs> okay. Well done, Vikings. Who knows what? Who knows what he's gonna do? Like, is he gonna get in trouble or suspended or what? Who knows? These guys. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. <laughs> it is. So, are you watching anything good? Uh, yes, we are watching The Patient, as you know. I'm glad you know the name of it. Yes, <laughs> with Steve Carroll. Yes, Steve Carroll. Uh, he's very good in that. Yes, um, I think you know what. I think there was a so new that one comes out. That comes Tuesdays. out every week, right? Yeah, Tuesdays. I think one, I'm a little a new, behind on that. I think a new one came out on Tuesday. I think. Okay, don't tell me what happened. At least I saw some, but then I thought we finished season one, so something screwed up. But we haven't seen it. Okay, for okay. Tuesdays, and then. We're watching my new favorite, our new favorite show. What is that? Bad Sisters. Oh, it's, tell me about it. I don't know delightful. anything about it. It's I, so what? I what don't know. streaming platform is it on? Oh, that's a great question. I, <laughs> you don't have a lot of information. We today. have no, we have like five streaming. I think it might be on Apple. Might be on Hulu. It's Hulu or Apple. Mm-hmm. Bad Sisters. It's set in Ireland. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bob is just not responsive. <laughs> That's bull crap. I would have bet seventy eight percent he did not answer that phone. So. <laughs> and then he's he's going to listen to the episode. He's like, I did that. Feel my power. <laughs> feel feel your next booking not happening, Bob. <laughs> so, Bad Sisters is about five sisters. Okay. In Ireland. I'm following you. And one is married to this turd. This guy just, he's. So can't. let's call her Liz. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
That was a good one. You have to admit that one. All right, I'll give you check one on that. So they all decide. Only one's so, married to a turd? Yeah, only one's. Uh, are the other four think, married? Uh, one, one of the other ones is married. Three are not married. Um, but this guy is a turd, and they decide they're really close sisters. They're all really tight. They've done everything together. And the one married to the turd starts getting sucked away, and they decide that guy's sucking the life out of her, so they're going to kill him. Oh, <laughs> yeah, let's kill the guy. And that's, so it's, that's just a, a, that's, it's just a weekly process of them trying to murder this guy and failing. Oh, they're <laughs> not successful in no, murdering it's him. very good. I really <laughs> like this I like this show. It's and then I'll funny. watch the sequel to Bad Sisters on 48 Hours next year. <laughs> exactly. Right? Oh. And plus, it's set in Ireland, and I love Ireland. So. And they all have the Irish accent and everything? Yeah. Do they have, are, they, are they fair-skinned and red hair? You know what? Uh, three are blonde, fair-skinned, and two are dark-haired. You'd kind of be going, I don't know that I see them as sisters. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. well, uh, they're funny. Yeah. Good. The show's good though. I, yeah, yeah. Who, uh, you know, any of the actors? No, None of no. them. I probably. You don't even know who plays the turd. No, um, I probably recognized one of the actresses. I can't remember her name. All right, though, but I've probably seen one. But most of them I've never seen before. So, is that all that's you're all watching? I'm watching? Okay. That's all we got. Well, I I started watching that stupid Dahmer show on oh, Netflix. Did you? Yeah, I don't think. Man, I'm that's disturbing. That. Just yeah. disturbing. Now, I thought I was watching the Dahmer show that everybody was watching, but I actually watched the documentary. <laughs> You're watching the wrong Dahmer I, show? I did. I watched the wrong one. So it it was a three-episode documentary, and I'm like, well, wow. You know, that was – I mean, it told me the story, but it wasn't like the rave of the – and then I then – I, You're like, oh. I realized – And now you got to watch the other That one. there's a whole miniseries about Dahmer and like it, – It's like bit, Showtime or something. It's pretty right? realistic based on the documentary that I watched. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, but it's very disturbing. Yeah. God, what, I don't know. I don't know about that guy. <laughs> something no. was – something might have been wrong something with him. Something was a little <laughs> – he was a little off. Just a little off. Yeah. But but they do show you like him growing up and stuff and all the – you know, the, all the – dysfunction that was in yeah. his family so yep. you you can kind of see where it where it came from yep all right all right so um this episode's guest uh he blew us off <laughs> <laughs> thanks bob you bastard hey greg uh -oh. do you have anything for lake living very little dave <laughs> well let's have some <laughs> intro music for it all right Give me a little bit of that Lake Living. Oh, Dave, Lake Living. It's a tough time in Lake Living <laughs> arena. It's getting cold. So you might go up to the lake. You might stay in your cabin. You might might go see the leaves. That's very nice. The fall okay. foliage. That's right. But, you know, you can't go out on the boat. It's too cold. <laughs> Why is it too cold? You well, can cold go out a, there. You can go on a boat when it's cold. Oh, Just don't get in the water. You don't want to get splashed. I mean, we're not going tubing or anything. <laughs> I'll tell you, Dave. So Liz and I might be heading down to Kiowa Island in about six weeks. Okay, we're, we may be doing a little ocean living looking. Okay, we're getting the itch for a little little ocean living place. You getting tired of this? You getting tired of this Northeast Ohio yeah. weather? Yeah, I'm not not liking it. So. We're gonna head out, head down in December. Were you gonna be in? You're gonna be in uh, San Francisco uh, for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, right? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can't remember. We talked about that. We maybe did. Maybe we did. Maybe yeah. we did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because gonna... I said, I said, well, good. You, then that oh, means won't you won't be over food. here. <laughs> you won't be over here for Thanksgiving. That's right. more, more pie for me. Yep. So we're going to go out. We're going to go out the Thanksgiving, going to San Francisco, see Zach. Hannah's going to come out. Um, we're going to meet Zach's girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> see how that's going. Okay. And that, then that was a lot of moaning and groaning. Then we're going to come back. And, Aren't uh, you happy that he has a girlfriend? Very happy. Yeah. Um, so what do, you, happy. what do you know about this young lady? Well, you know, he doesn't talk a Is lot. Is he smitten? So. He seems to be a little smitten, Dave. Okay. Yeah. Well, if he's smitten, then, then she must be wonderful. She she must be. So she has said, I want to meet your parents. So uh, we're going to be seeing them. Wow. Seeing her, I should say. And uh, Now, do now. okay, so we've, we've talked uh, briefly about this, you know, off the show, but she she's um a lady of high intellect as well <laughs> that's right right she's yeah, she smart is, right i uh, see apparently she is getting <laughs> she is getting her phd in oh some statistical uh, uh something university of california san francisco so, so she's uh, so she's up she, there she with can, zach she can right keep up with zach so yeah, he can't so. he can't bs her with all of it all of his you know bullshit can't BS her with his BS. Yeah. No, he cannot. All right. She's going to be plucking at that going, I don't think so. What does she think about the beer mile? She was Is that un- going to be canceled next she, year? It might be canceled. <laughs> she was unimpressed. <laughs> well, you and I are very impressed. That's right. So. I will have to ask her why she's unimpressed with the beer mile. When, so. when Dave and Greg see somebody that can run fast and drink beer fast, That's we're, idle. That's we're mesmerized. Idle That's idle stuff. We're mesmerized. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm I'm glad that he's uh, I'm glad he's uh, I'm found someone. Forward. I'm looking forward to this. This should yeah. be a good time. So, yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. All right. So that was was that Lake Living? That was it. That's all I got for you. <laughs> Been a rough long week. We went from Lake Living to Zach and his his love life. Yeah, and uh, Ocean Living. Okay. I want to go get a little Ocean Living. Greg, yeah, it's time for the great debate. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. What <laughs> did you prepare for this? A little bit. Okay. Well, uh, last uh, episode we debated what's better, pet dogs or cats, and I never did get the Insta Chat uh, quiz out there. Oh, because way we to always go, have well, we we always have two respondents. Me plus you. No. <laughs> You're the third one, and you're always the tiebreaker. Woo! So, uh, yeah, so I didn't even put it out there. But but I did get Farmer Mike to admit that he doesn't vote for who's the best debater. He vote for who he agrees with. Good for you, Mike. Which topic that he agrees with. (laughs) So he clearly agreed with me last week. So if Mike is a dog guy, then he would have agreed with you. Which I think he's a dog guy. Of course he is. If you if you're a farmer, you definitely are a dog he person. He might have some cats crawling around. Yeah, maybe. Oh my goodness, the phone's ringing. Uh oh. Let's see who this could be. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Nothing's working. No, look, we got it. We got it. Hey, Bob, can you hear me? Oh. Yeah, I can hear you fine. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you. We called you and, and nobody answered. I uh, never saw the call. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
okay, Bob, you need to you need to put your settings to not ignore Dave Stanley's calls. <laughs> I forget that a lot too, Bob. <laughs> well, you're live on the show right now. I just I just I just checked my phone. There was nothing there. Okay. Well, I promise I called you. Dave called the wrong and, number. And clearly. actually and actually, no, you can Greg, you what? you have a short memory. <laughs> Bob's, oh, Bob's answering say, machine came this on. This is Bob Bell. This is Bob, Sorry, and I, I don't want to talk call. to you right now. <laughs> I'll call am, you. I allowed to sw- am I allowed to swear on this? Uh, you, on this? You positively can. Absolutely, I can? Yeah, you can. I think you're fucking with me. I, I just looked at my phone log, and there's like nothing there. Okay, uh, Bob, well, go back and listen to Dave and Greg need an RV, episode number 20, and you'll hear your answering machine. So you need, you need to fix your stuff. I was... We didn't badmouth you that bad either. Fixing Bob. my stuff is a fixing my stuff is a whole nother subject. <laughs> I don't know that we want to tackle that. <laughs> well, thanks for calling me back. I really appreciate it. I sent you a text and said, um, "No call tonight." And and so yeah, I saw that and I responded to the text. I didn't hear a response, so I figured I'd just call this number. And- I'm really happy that you did. So now we can go back to uh, this is our guest, Bob Bellin. Hi, Bob. And uh, Bob, welcome to the show. Um, Thank you. Now, Bob, I will tell the listeners, uh, used to live in our neighborhood. That's and, true. Uh, Bob, you can tell the story. I don't know when, what year that you moved uh, down to Austin, but you uh, you moved down to Austin, Texas, and that's where you reside now. But uh, you were an integral part of our neighborhood here, and uh, <laughs> I've always gotten a kick out of you. I, I love your intelligence. I love your humor. And uh, I just wanted to call you up and, and interview you on our show. Is that cool? Happy to do it. There's a backstory most people don't know about our departure. There was a sense that our presence, particularly mine, was affecting the overall property value in the subdivision. <laughs> and we'll so get to there that in a minute. There was a collection taken up to sort of, you know, buy us out, kind of a welcoming <laughs> committee. So you and, got uh, you got a neighborhood severance package? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Something like that. And, you know, I noticed our house is up for sale again and it's, you know, they're looking for another hundred thousand more than, you know, than, than we got. So it appears as though, I mean, correlation does not equal causation, but in this case, (laughs) we're not there and the house is going to sell for another hundred grand. So, you know, do the math. Oh yeah. If you take the entire neighborhood, we're up about a billion dollars in home value. They were there very briefly, weren't they, Bob? Three years. How many years? Three years. Three years? God, it's been that yep. long? It was COVID. It has. It, wow. COVID blew through everything. You didn't meet anybody. I, I don't think I even met them. I don't <clears> think I ever even I didn't met meet them. them. So. They, they, At the point now, they're leaving. After yeah. Bob left, I was so sad. I, I shunned them. They cut down all your trees. It was like the extra 100000 they're getting for the place was like 1000 per tree or something. So it's... <laughs> They're their trees to cut down. They they only cut down. That's not what the coys think. They only cut down the ones in the back, Bob. They left all the ones in the front that that uh, hindered your grass growth. Yeah, the grass growth that all that all goes. That's another old story about the lack of irrigation, which is uh, you know uh, an, another story in and of itself. But uh, you know, I I don't know why they would have cut the trees down in the back. They they seemed as a natural barrier to the. Uh, you know, the scene led into the Coy's house and right into you know, their hot tub. <laughs> exactly. Just ridiculous. And, 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 
And from their hot tub, they couldn't see us either, which, you know, both of us thought was kind of a good thing. <laughs> well, apparently the new residents wanted to see the koi's in their hot tub. <laughs> was it was it Carl Sandberg that said good trees make good neighbors? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. Oh. Okay, Bob. So, so thanks. How, well, yeah. What do you got? So how are you guys doing? We're doing great. Oh, rocking and rolling. Greg, Greg complains a lot, but that's nothing new. No. Well, that's, that, that's no change from when I was there. <laughs> no, but it's that, a, but just that, a little bit important. more. A little more. Yeah. I'm working on being well, worse. A worse friend yeah, and can, human being. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Keep at it. <laughs> Uh, but the really important question is, uh, how are your lawns? <laughs> now, now, Bob, no, I, I'm not sure how many how many episodes have you listened to? Are you a regular listener? I'm a I, well, you know, again, that's a, that's a, that's more of a prune and fiber issue, but um, semi regularly, let's say. I, I haven't caught. I think you've done 20 episodes. I've probably listened to seven or eight. Yes, oh, this is pretty good. This is the 20th episode. It's more and than Liz. So when we call when we call our guests, we are the ones that ask questions. <laughs> yeah. So don't try of, and flip that up on its head. Enough there. of you firing questions at us, Bob. <laughs> my my lawn's oh. fantastic. <laughs> Well, that was, what, was that was part of one of my questions. You knew it would be Bob, didn't you? <laughs> I, you know, I'm just kind of prompting you. Think of me as a, you know sort of a a long distance non visual teleprompter. Yes. So, so I'm going to ask you a series of questions, Bob, and then Greg is going to follow up with his questions. So here's my okay. fir- here's my first question for you. Okay. Okay. Tell, tell us how you like Austin. I guess that wasn't a question. It was a statement, but how do you like Austin? That's a question. I love it. I love it. It's a very different life than we had in Hudson. We live in a high rise and we live downtown. How's the lawn? And How's the lawn in your high rise? No, there is no lawn. Oh. <laughs> so you live, you live there's in a no high lawn, rise. There's no, there's no lawn. There's no irrigation. There's no pre-emergent. What floor do you live on, Bob? <laughs> 25. 25. So you've got a pretty good view of Austin. How long does the elevator take to get to the ground floor and get you out of there? Uh, I have a great view. And and if it doesn't stop on any other floor, it takes about 35 seconds. Well, that's good. That's good. All right. So, um, Bob, I know you're a big weather guy. You like, you like weather. Uh, I do like weather. What do you think the weather in Northeast Ohio is going to be like this year? This winter? Yeah. Uh, I think sometime around the 15th of November, maybe plus or minus five days, I think you're going to see a sort of dramatic flip to full winter, uh-huh. early winter. And I think, yes, I think there'll be an early winter and it may last through Christmas. Uh, and I think it'll warm up comparatively in January and then mm. it'll probably cool off again in February. So it's kind of a bookends winter with a break in the middle. Okay. Should I day. buy a snowblower based on this analysis? Uh, if you'd like to use that to clear your own sidewalk and driveway rather than pay a plow person, that would be a good idea. Yeah. I've been trying to tell him to get a plow guy. I got your plow guy. I know. I know. Why would you buy a snowblower then? I don't know. You got a plow guy. All right. I got a plow guy. And you pay him a lot more than I do. (laughs) Double or triple. (laughs) It's ridiculous. I got in early. That's why. You're you're, you're paying the grumpy old man surchargeage. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Dave got grandfathered in from like 
1979. Well, rates. he dealt with <laughs> he dealt with Angela, and she was nice, and so he he gave her a price break. Slim down there. <laughs> I'm not paying that. Okay, so a uh, lot of snow, Bob, this winter, or yeah, I think you'll have yeah. Well, I, I mean, asking more if there's going to be a lot of snow. Asking if there's going to be a lot of snow in a Northeast Ohio winter is like asking if it's going to be hot in a Phoenix summer. <laughs> the answer to that is always yes. <laughs> yes, but yes. I think you. I think because I, I, if you get half the amount of normal snow, you're still going to get like close to 50 inches, which by my way of thinking is a lot of snow, but yes, I think you will get an, ab- uh, an abnormally high amount of snow this year. All right. That's a good I answer. I would not be surprised to see you get 125 inches. Whoa. Oh, wow. All right. Jeez. That was a- uh, okay. So here's my, here's my follow-up question to that, Bob. How will winter in Austin be? Uh, I think probably normal-ish until February, and then I think February it gets kind of cold across the whole country, and it'll get colder too. What is cold? Normal-ish, what is normal-ish cold in Austin? Is, well, normal high in January in Austin, which is the lowest point here, is like sixty-three. Oh, sixty-three! It's going to be fifty-nine yeah. here tomorrow, and that's delightful. Yeah. Well, sixty-three is delightful too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. In February, it surely is. And because we're inland, you know, as opposed to like really close to a body of water, what tends to happen is the 63 normal, you know, you'll get days that are in the low 80s and you'll get days that are in the high 30s. So it's not like it's always, you know, cool to mild to warm. And every winter we usually have, you know, four, five, six days where it's like Ohio cold. Gotcha. We also have four, five, six days where it's like Ohio summer. Gotcha. Okay, Bob, another question. Your son is a musician. Do, he is. You, do you get to see him perform much? Yeah, quite a bit. He he lives in Fort Worth, which is about three hours away. Okay. So, you know, he's a car ride away. And usually when he's playing an important gig, particularly if he's playing a full band show, a lot of times we'll ride up and see him. Fort Worth is a great town. You've been to Fort Worth recently? I've been to Dallas, but yeah. not. I haven't spent I, I, time in Fort, I like Fort, Fort Worth. I like Fort Worth more than Dallas. I think Fort Worth. I is do awesome. too. Yeah, Bob, do you want to? I get, do too. Do you want to give him a plug? Uh, yes. Follow Bubba Bellin on Spotify or Apple Music or YouTube. Bubba Bellin, I follow him. <laughs> I love it. I just, and he's got an album coming out probably in first quarter. He's oh, really? Wow. Describe yeah, his. Describe his music for our listeners. Well, he's he's created his own genre, which he refers to as Texas funk tree. Texas and funk tree, and it's really sultry. It's really kind of a blend of soul and country. Mm-hmm. Probably seventy percent country, thirty percent soul. But funk tree sounds a lot better than soul tree. Yeah. <laughs> so um, soul tree, you know, soul he, tree. He he, he he he. His two favorite forms of music are like, you know, old R and B. And country, so he sort of combined them. He likes and '90s country, doesn't he? He does. He loves yep. '90s country. If you like '90s, he's got a really good example of '90s country. There's a, a song he releases a single called Two Bottles," and Two Bottles" is like his take on '90s country. Awesome, huh. awesome. Well, so go out there and follow Bubba Bellin on all the social yeah, media. Yeah, play his songs endlessly. Yes, just put it on a <laughs> continuous loop because. You know, if he if he gets a million plays on a song, he gets twenty nine hundred dollars. Oh wow, twenty nine hundred! <laughs> yeah, it takes a million plays to get you twenty nine hundred dollars on yeah. Spotify. Spotify pays up, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. <clears throat> okay, Bob. So 
Bob, we know you're a straight shooter. Who has a better lawn, Greg or me? <laughs> well, I can't really speak to now because I haven't seen them. In when you years. were here, Bob. Dave, I have to say it was you. <laughs> yes! You ain't and, seen it lately. And why, and why is that, Bob? You and I have had what? conversations about this. <laughs> Well, you, I think, I think on a, you aerate your lawn on a more regular basis. Yes, I, I do. Think you use pre-emergent every, uh, uh, every, you know, every spring. I sure do. Um, and I suspect that, you know, every three, four years, you probably do an overseed too. I do. And, and I would say that those three things in Northeast Ohio are the, are the route to a, a nice lawn. And those I need are, to irrigate them too, but I'm sure you do that. You both, and, I'm sure you both and, run. And, and those are the three things Greg doesn't do. And Greg, <laughs> and Greg's lawn is green and it looks nice, but three fourths <laughs> of it is bent grass, right, Bob? It's like carpeting. In the past, it has been. Yes, it has. <laughs> it still is, Bob. And unfortunately, once you get bent grass like that, you know, once it gets past a certain point, all you can do is just you know wipe it out and start with scratch. Yeah. Nope. You got to wipe it out and start with scratch, like nope. the guy in the corner did. I yeah. love his lawn. I know you're. Man, you're, I get. You're I get jealous. all. You know, I'm not. <laughs> I get <laughs> when I see his lawn. <laughs> Okay, that's all my questions, Bob. Uh, Greg, what you got for us? Well, him? you asked a lot of the same questions that I was going to ask, but Bob. Greg, let's see who can stump old Uncle Bob. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have those types of questions, Bob. Bob, who was the coolest yes, person on Paderborn Drive that you knew when you lived here? <laughs> Talk about a race to the bottom. <laughs> Oh, on Paderborn Drive, oh, I'd have to say Greg Cercelli. Oh, don't even know who that is. <laughs> well, at least you got half of it right. Yeah, Greg. that's right. I'll take it. That's good enough for me. Bob, pros and cons. Yeah. Hudson versus yeah. Austin. What's the pros? What's the cons for both of them? Um, pros of Hudson, a uh, great place to raise a family. I agree. Fabulous, fabulous schools. Agree. And you you don't have the temptation of fine restaurants to make you fat. <laughs> what are you temptation. saying about the What are you saying about the uh, cuisine in Hudson, Bob? I've always believed that there was a sort of a pocket ordinance that little the people didn't know about, except restaurant tours, which is what I refer to as the mediocre plus rule. <laughs> All restaurants in Hudson must be mediocre plus. <laughs> <laughs> That's not too far off. Uh, and ate, Austin, go ahead. No, I just, I ate at Red downtown last night, and you're like, wow, this is a good meal. So He's got to give the uh, pros and cons of Austin. Now. Austin, pros and cons. All right, Austin, it's, you know, we, we live a really fun life downtown. You know, we have lots of friends. We do, it's, it's a lot of things that are sort of difficult to do in Cleveland because they were far away. We can walk to here. Sure. Uh, yep. I think the weather's a whole lot nicer. Oh yeah, uh, but Austin doesn't have the you know that sort of New England charm that Hudson did. Yeah, and you know, and Hudson was a small town, and we knew everybody. Yeah, and everybody knew us, which yeah. you know, in a, on a certain level, wasn't a good thing. You know, especially for me, anonymity always works in my favor. Yeah, but um, it was a you know, it was a really nice small town. Uh, everybody knows everybody. And for the most part, people are nice to everybody kind of thing. And Austin's a much bigger city, and, you know, you don't have that kind of feel here. Yeah, a bunch of assholes is what you're saying. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
There's assholes wherever you go. <laughs> there is. Are you permanent? There, I'm sitting next to one. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Greg said the same thing. <laughs> he does. He does. Are you permanent to Austin? Or would you think about moving somewhere else? Probably not permanent to Austin. Because at some point, we'll become even older and more feeble. And we'll probably want to go someplace that's friendlier to older, more feeble people. Um, <laughs> Florida. And plus, yeah, probably. Plus, Austin's getting, Austin is getting, you know, it's be kind of becoming all the things that people came here to avoid. And, you know, it's, the traffic's getting really bad. Yeah, it's, the, it's rocking. The, the yeah, it, co- cost of living is really high. Yeah, and at some point it's going to you know, it's going to be the next San Francisco, and people aren't going to leave San Francisco to come. Yeah, here. yeah. a lot of traffic down and there thing. too right yeah. now. Well, enjoy the villages when you move to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I've got my sights on. <laughs> uh, you know, hoping to find I'm hoping to find a one level place, one level place, you know, golf cart to get around, you can sell your car. Yeah, that's living. Exactly. Streaming. Exactly, and just just take Ubers if I can figure out how to use my phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently you don't know how to answer your phone or receive phone calls, Bob. I but will send you a screenshot. That's one of the of, cons of Austin. Of my call log. You send me a screenshot, and then you listen to episode twenty, and you'll you'll hear your voice saying, "Hi, this is Bob. I'm not available to take your call right now." Bob, are you afraid that the entire grid will go down again this winter in Texas and you'll freeze your ass off? I think I think that is always a risk. It's uh, always a risk. You know, you know, there's 49 states that do it one way and Texas does it the other way. And one time the the grid, you know, completely, you know, completely collapsed. So I think the 49 state way is probably the better way, but uh, yeah, Texas wants to be a possibility. But the good news is, the good news is, we live in a building with a generator that can keep normal power load going here for seven days. Wow! So that's, if that were to happen, then you're you know, okay. We'd, we'd be okay. Yeah. Sounds like you're in a good spot. Well, hey, Bob. So I want to thank you for calling me back, first of all. Uh, second of all, I want to thank you for being a guest on the show. Uh, I've My always, pleasure. I've always enjoyed you. Uh, I, I appreciate you being a listener, and uh, it's good to talk to you again. Likewise. I've always enjoyed you and Greg, too. I miss you, too. Yeah. You should come down and visit. Uh, you should come back and visit us too. Oh, we could go down and play yeah, let's go golf. Down. Let's go down and crash some music. Let's go down and crash Austin. <laughs> Bob just invited us. That's right. How's those? You should. And we have, you know, we have we have two guest rooms. Oh, so. you, have, you have guest bedrooms. You have yeah, we have two. You haven't seen what Dave does to guest bedrooms. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I haven't. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that to Bob. The Bob. good news is the good news is the 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 company that owns the building that we live in requires renters insurance. So, <laughs> so it's a, and well, you don't have it; it's a lease violation. So well, you know we're we're probably covered against Dave's worst instincts. Yeah, but I can't get covered. I can't have any insurance companies cover me. All right, Bob. Uh, that's. That speaks highly for the insurance industry. <laughs> well, hey, we appreciate you uh, calling us back. And, uh, yeah, go back and listen, and you'll you'll hear. We tried to call you, and I even tried to call you before 7 o'clock your time because you were I'm so— gonna, I'm going to send so, you my screen. You were go so ahead. cantankerous was, about it. You were like, well, not much after 7 o'clock. I don't know what you got going on down there, but 
Sounds like if you- I wasn't cantankerous, you'd think that I had changed to a you know to a point where I was unrecognizable, and that's, I didn't want you to think that. That's true. That's true. I've always gotten a kick out of you being a guy that speaks his mind. I love it. I will. I will send you a, a screenshot of my call log, and maybe you'll maybe you'll see fit to include it in episode twenty. Oh yeah, twenty one. Well, I'm going to put it on the Instagram, and everybody will hear uh, that we did try to call you. Okay, we got to go, Bob. All right, Bob. Good talking to you, man. Love you, man. Likewise. Yep. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> Gosh. <Woo. laughs> he he thinks he did nothing wrong. No, he says totally, I called him totally unapologetic. No, I called him. No answer, and that couldn't have happened. <laughs> well, he moved to Texas. Couldn't Their have phone happened. systems don't work down there. It's like they're heating. Okay, so we we uh, we talked to Bob. Uh, did we have we, did we have the dad joke of the episode lined up? Yes, we do. We do. Oh my goodness! I told him eight forty five, but if you want to uh, hit him now, <laughs> well, we were heading into the great debate. Oh, we were heading into the great debate, we were, didn't we? Yes. Well, let's do the great debate. All right, Dave. Sometimes I get mixed up when we have callers call in the middle of the show. So right in the middle of our so the great debate. We were talking about dogs or cats, and we were talking about Mike. uh, Mike votes for what what position he agrees with, not who's the best debater is. He likes dogs. So I I won. I stopped putting the quiz out on Insta (gasps) Chat. I'm like, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of everybody like voting for what they think rather than who they who they thought did a better job. That, that was my favorite part of Instagram in totality. <laughs> well, yeah, because you like, you like voting for yourself. <laughs> okay, so this, this episode, we are going to debate what's better, or no, we're going to debate <laughs> country music, good or terrible. <laughs> Which side do I take, Dave? I believe you're going to say terrible. How apropos after our last caller talking about his son as a country <laughs> music star. And I'm going to say good. <laughs> okay. So who do you want to go first? Dave. <laughs> country music is awful as music. It is awful as a societal construct. It is awful as a propaganda tool used to perpetuate and glorify the worst qualities of contemporary American culture. Holy shit. Rather than writing songs which encourage the lowest common denominator of society to better itself, we simply placate their sensibilities with tired, unoriginal, overplayed drivel, which contains no semblance of original thought or thought-provoking subject matter. Country music is awful because the lyrical content promotes the absolute antithesis of intellectualism and human evolution. The utopian vision provided by the lyrical content of country music is one of the most egalitarianism at its best and one of regression into an absolute lack of understanding and compassion at its worst. Country music distributors would much rather see you begin drinking at 7 a.m., get in your pickup truck, and drive to your local dirt pile to impregnate someone before noon. What's than wrong with that? Even have you consider reading so much as the back cover of a book, much less the pages within. 
How is it that country music is so widely accepted because it serves as an anthem to the specific subsection of working class proletariat in American society who is too self-absorbed and ignorant to understand that the music is manufactured and perpetuated by the very same bourgeois who keeps him impressed through the spurious veil of freedom and democracy. There's no way you wrote this. Country can further be considered awful due to the otherwise indiscernible glorification of self-destructive behaviors and concepts such as alcoholism, nationalism, racism, objectification, blame-shifting, responsibility-dodging, arrogance, and self-imposed illusory superiority. Country music fuels an entire suite of toxic behaviors and thought patterns. And for that reason, among many, many others, it is not only awful, but downright egregious. (laughs) Is that it? I'm done. Oh, God. (laughs) Let me crack a beer before I go with my segment on country music. First of all, who wrote that? You sure didn't. Oh, I spent, I'm, I'm surprised I spent you could weeks. pronounce all those words. I spent weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm mad now with, with your stance. Country music is good. I have four reasons why this is true. Number one, the stories. Country music tells stories in their songs. For three minutes, you can be taken to another place with songs like Earl Had to Die, (laughs) Fishing in the Dark. Here's your one chance, Fancy, Don't Let Me Down. (laughs) Copperhead Road, Coward of the County, Country Boy Can Survive, Code of Many Colors, and many, many more. Country tell stories. Number two. You can understand the lyrics. (laughs) I can't understand what they're saying in today's garbage. There's a familiar simplicity to country music. Slide on over in them cut off jeans, country girl. (laughs) Who needs to have that explained to me? Not me. Number three, country music has a rich history of legends. George Jones, Merle Haggard, Conway Twitty, Johnny Cash, George Strait, Garth Brooks, Loretta Lynn, Reba McIntyre, Hank Williams, Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, Patsy Cline, John Denver, Glenn Campbell, and new artists such as Chris Stapleton, Morgan Wallen, and Luke Combs. And the greatest legend of all time, Mel McDaniel. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Gotta be good if he's named Mel. Number four. And this is the most important. (laughs) God. God. In a 2012 Reddit poll, 100 men were asked why they like country music so much. Their answer? A whopping 90%, 96% of them said one reason. Dolly Parton! 
my God. Country music is good, Greg. This is a disaster. Open to rebuttals. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Wow. Tom's ready. That always takes a lot out of me. Woo. Country music is good. Okay, so uh, we're calling Tom now. Yeah. For the dad joke of the episode. Yeah. Let me get here on my phone and get situated here. I had to do my argument. I'll say. Who wrote yours? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sure didn't. I looked up some stuff and I'm like, I like that. Yeah. Hello, Dave Stanley. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm wonderful. It's been a long time since we've talked. It has been a long time. I know. Did you hear last episode when Greg tried to impersonate you? Um, Yes. Yes, and I was disappointed. (laughs) The material was great, but he gave you some sort of a simpleton uh, (laughs) accent that made you sound way dumber than you really are. Yeah. Success! Yeah. (laughs) Well, actually, and that isn't... Well, never mind. Oh, well, I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm re- representing myself this evening. Yes, we all the listeners are too. Are you home, Tom? I am home. Yes, I am. You have a nice trip. I did. We did. Good. Yeah, we enjoyed. Yeah, good. Happy Friday tomorrow, and uh, off to another weekend, huh? Yes. Yeah, it looks yeah. like it's gonna be nice at this weekend. So. Yeah. Yeah, did you get some golfs lined up? Or are you? Uh, I haven't out? lined. I haven't lined up yet. I was talking about. What do you think? What do you think? Maybe Saturday afternoon. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's got to be Saturday. Let's take a look at it. Okay, all right. We'll. we'll uh, you got it. You'll be. You got you'll it. be better than the partner I had last week. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's talking about me, Tom. Yeah. Well. You're not his good friend if he doesn't throw you under the bus. That's yes, that's sure. true. He, he's known to do that. And uh, yes, who yes. are we with? Mark Fisher? Yeah. Yeah, he was a good, he was a good guy. Mark's a very good guy. And when yeah. he hit a bad shot, I learned lots of new words. <laughs> Mark, Mark's a vocal golfer. He I, learned words, I learned words that I didn't even know were cuss words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He, he, to, he was need to meet this guy. Yeah, <laughs> well, he he belongs to Lake Forest, and uh, I'm not sure Hudson lets him <laughs> back on again. <laughs> you can get away with that kind of stuff. All right, over let's, Lake let's, Forest. let's let Tom work his magic. All right, what do you Tom, got for us? What do you Tom? got for us? Yeah, because you know, like you said, we haven't talked in a long time, and I know one of the stories in the news that I was just fascinated about was those uh, three fishermen in the uh, Gulf of Mexico off the coast of Louisiana. You know, their boat sank and. They were out there, and of course, they had that phone that saved them. But they uh, were fighting uh, uh, hypothermia, and they were fighting off these sharks. And, and uh, a lot of people were amazed that uh, they fought off the sharks. But I don't know if you knew this, but uh, sharks actually don't like the taste of people. That's a scientific fact. Were you yeah. guys aware of that? No, uh, I know. No, no, no. I can exp- I can explain it to you like this because okay. what happens is first the shark bites you. Then you crap your pants, and then the shark spits you out. <laughs> oh, Tom. that's delightful, that makes Tom. Sense, Tom. 
that I'm makes sure, really good sense. Pretty sure that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, and I know we, we spent some time up front, but I had another note too. I was watching the entertainment news tonight, and you guys know that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is making a, a new movie on classical music. No, no, I didn't know about that. He'll be Bach. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy all cow. Right, that's all, that's all I got. And if you want Mr. T to sit in for me next week, I understand. Tom, no. You, we need you. We need you on the show. Yeah. You're the most popular segment. And uh, if you once heard, again. If you heard a couple of our earlier segments, you know why we need you. Oh, God. <laughs> This this one's been a train wreck in itself. So, thank you for saving our show, Tom. I'll try harder next time. Right. We love you, buddy. See you, Tommy. Love you too. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Greg. Okay, so uh, we made it to the top five list uh, for tonight, and uh, tonight's top list, top five list, is the top five movie quotes of all time. And so when I started researching this, uh, this is a very broad topic, and I found myself going to my favorite movies and reciting the lines from my favorite movies, but. Uh, this is top five movie quotes of all time. Who wants to go first? Go first, Dave. You want me to go first? Sure. Okay. I wonder if we have any overlap. <laughs> all of mine are from comedies. Uh, oh, because no. I just I like to crack up at at movie quotes. Okay, here's my first one. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> that's a good one. I, that was almost. You know what my, that's from? That was almost on my list. Airplane. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's a good one. Number two, save the neck for me, Clark. <laughs> There's about 10 from that show. You oh, that use. you could do a top five from that show. Yep. Christmas vacation. All right. Number three, just when I think you couldn't be possibly any dumber, you go and do something like this and totally redeem yourself. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. That's great. That movie was awesome. Okay, number four. Now, this one is probably not going to be as well known, but this is my, this is one of my like go tos. It's from a movie called Billy Madison. Do you remember that (laughs) with Adam Sandler? Yep. Okay, I'm going to impersonate him too. All right, you go for it. Shampoo is better. I go on first and clean the hair. Conditioner is better. I leave the hair silky and smooth. Oh, really, fool? Really? Stop looking at me, swan. (laughs) Lovely. (laughs) He's, He's in the bathtub, and he's got the conditioner and the shampoo, and he's fighting with them. <laughs> you just have to see it. Oh, okay. And here's my last one. <laughs> There's no way, no way that you came from my loins. <laughs> Soon as I get home, first thing I'm going to do is punch your mama in the mouth. A little smoky in the bandit. Yeah. Good call. Very Jackie good. Jackie Gleason. Very 
very good. All right. Those are my top five movie quotes uh, for this episode. We might revisit this one. There's right. so many of them. Well, I have more than five, so yes. <laughs> well, okay. So I will start. Uh, I didn't know what Tommy's jokes were, but one of my quotes, I've only got one from comedy. All right. Okay. That's fine. I'll be back. Yeah. I, I almost did that one. Uh, that Terminator. Was, yeah, that's a good one. I'll be back. That's a good one. Uh, get your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. I don't know that one. It's from Planet of the Apes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who said that? Comedy. Was that a human that yeah, said that to the, was, one of the apes? Yeah, it okay. was uh, the lead actor. I've nice. his name. Badges. We ain't got no badges. We don't need no badges. We don't have to show you any stinking badges. <laughs> I don't know what that is either. Oh, shoot. I forget the name of the movie. But you don't even so, know the movie it's, it's so from? It's so famous. It was, uh, um, <sighs> uh, it was uh, the two guys um, that were bandits. Your research is just, just stellar. What we have here is a failure to, to communicate. communicate. Yeah. You What's know? that from? Cool Hand Luke. 1967. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard the quote. I don't know the movie that well. Nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. Dirty dancing. I love it. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Here's Johnny. Oh, uh, that uh, Jack Nicholas. Yes. In good. what movie? The Shining, 1980. Oh, yeah. One morning, I shot an elephant in my pajamas. How he got my pajamas? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that one. Animal Crackers from 1930. Animals, the Marx Brothers. Animal Crackers. Yeah. The oh the wow. Was 1930. It was hilarious. <laughs> and number one, I want the truth. Truth, Dave. You can't, you can't handle, handle the, the truth. truth. Yeah. What I love most about that is they include your name in there, <laughs> Dave. That's, that's a few famous. good men 1992 so i think we need to revisit this one All uh right. periodically uh there's so many movie quotes like man I, w I really wanted to put a tommy boy in there but uh you know just couldn't do it Okay, it's time for the RV Randy segment. And <laughs> Greg, we got a box addressed to RV Randy, which I want you to open. Oh my! Live on the show. Where did okay? RV Randy get this from? Or is um, that what we're about to find out? It was sent by a listener and a fan and a <laughs> worker from one of our not a sponsors. <laughs> oh. We so got, let's see what we got here. We got Why don't you describe of, everything we got? We got a load of stuff. RV Randy now has three pairs of sunglasses. Oh, look at the sunglasses. That's nice. He's got a, uh, I don't even know what to call this, a <laughs> Spectrum wallet pouch. Oh, many of them. Oh. Oh, there's one for all of us. I didn't realize. One for Randy, one for you, and one oh, for me. Oh, that's so nice. It's in triplets. We're going to all have to wear the same outfit next week. Rob, Rob, your worker did a great job. We have a Spectrum speaker well, that if we take, right, you know, if we do. We can take that golfing. If we know, do another foursome where there's only three of us. Yeah. We got to put Randy in the seat. Rand, as Randy's the in the so cart. We got a Spectrum speaker. And we'll put the speaker on Randy. I'm not sure what this this spectrum thing. Find your things with ease. Oh, it's a Bluetooth tracker. 
Uh, Holy moly. I may put that on you, Dave. That's like an air, ta- air tag thing. Oh, and we've got, I don't know, what the heck? Got shirts. Got? Oh, we've got long sleeve spectrum shirts spectrum. i'm sure to wear this all the time we're gonna we're gonna dress randy in all the new spectrum gear <laughs> spectrum hats oh a blue hats? spectrum shirt and a white spectrum hat this this is quality stuff wow oh, goodness and then then we also have what the heck is oh, that why it's a spectrum water water bottle water? <laughs> wow this is boy I gotta say, two, three shirts, couple hats, three uh, okay. purses. Randy's gonna have a different look, and and on the next episode, he's All. gonna lose his aviators, and he's gonna have some of these uh, brand new uh, shades. And uh, hey, Rob, I think I think all of this stuff. I mean, there's a lot of stuff here. This got to be worth this 19, is our first dollars. This is our first swag <laughs> box that we've gotten, and it's from Spectrum, who we have. Uh, slammed numerous times just just uh hammered them <laughs> and now spectrum you are a sponsor <laughs> randy's randy gonna, thanks randy, you randy's gonna lose his hot ladies matter <laughs> hat and he's gonna put on a spectrum hat uh thank you rob fordham we appreciate it Woo! Okay, it's time for listener questions, Ooh, Greg. All right. Uh, and we had three this time. Nice. So, H.B. Uh, Finch. Ooh, do you H. remember B. him? He, he's back on. He huh? rose from the depths and uh, sent us a question. And H.B. Finch wants to know, what is your best or favorite Halloween costume that you have ever done? Me or you? Well, he's asking both of us. All right. Do you want to go first? He wants to hear from you. <laughs> okay. I want. Do you have an answer? About fifteen years ago, I wrapped myself in. I wrapped myself in Christmas paper, and went as God's gift to women. Oh, good <laughs> lord! I just about threw up in my mouth. That was a good. It was cheap too. It's only like two dollars. Here's another paper one. And some tape. Here's 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 my answer. That's going to make you throw up in your mouth too. Uh, I was a hot chick in college. <laughs> no, so when I was in no, college, you weren't. no, when I was in, when I was in college, you were I had, I had all my hair, right. Uh, and my hair was you know, flowing rather long. You know, I had like Scott Bayo hair. Mullet. So the ladies on the, on the dorm floor, like took the curling iron to me and they curled my hair. And I got to tell you, I look pretty damn good. Oh, yeah? You were turned they on get, by yourself? I, I was. I've got pictures. Ooh. And I so I, th- those are pictures I don't They put me see. in this tight pink dress, and I looked really good. <sighs> had a bra on. Oh. Had some boobies. Yeah. I look great. <laughs> Still got boobies. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> don't you tell me about that. Your man boobies. There, I don't have man boobs, H.B. Finch. I'm I'm about ready to stop the show and kick somebody's ass right now. Okay, Pumble next me with question. Your man boobies. A Burrell. A Burrell. Today is National American Beer Day. What are your top three American beers, boys? Mm. Well, there's the Bell's Two Hearted Ale. I do like me some Bell's Two Hearted Ale. 
Mm-hmm. I do like Sam Adams. Mm-hmm. But the best is, of course, Wasala. <laughs> you went with the craft beers. I went with American domestic beers that are mainstream. American domestic. It's a little is that redundant re- is that there, redundant? Here, Davey. All right. You're an idiot dum-dum. Is that redundant? Sure. <laughs> so here are my three nationally known beers. PBR. Miller Lite, and of course, Bush Light. <laughs> Bush Light. Head, head to the mountains. <laughs> Delightful. Aberell had a second follow-up oh, question. Oh, Aberell. She said, today mm. is National Black Cat Day. What? I don't know what that has to do with anything. But do that. But the follow-up question to that was, no. does Bob like Allison or Greg better? Uh, Bob likes Allison better. Bob associates me with Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> That's a correct answer. Bob <laughs> likes Allison better. Very nice. Uh, and then her her follow up follow up question is: If you could start your own national day, what would it be? Oh, I have three. <laughs> Good, because I don't. I didn't write anything down. National do anything your husband asks day. Oh well, yeah, that's good advice for a husband. National Black Licorice Appreciation Day. Oh Lord, <laughs> and of course. National Wasale Day. <laughs> wasale. Will you tell everybody what Wasale is? Well, it's from our old hunting grounds last Christmas. Yeah, Hop tree. I know. Oh. But you're telling the listeners we what it is. We talked about, if you're a longtime listener, you know what Wasale is. Something. We went to Hop tree, and I, they're brewing it up again, I'm sure. We're, we're getting one or two new listeners we're, every episode. Well, we've got to get over to Hop tree again. And we're dropping about four or five listeners You know, listeners they're doing every beer. Episode. They're doing <laughs> They're doing beer choir there tonight. Oh, beer choir. They asked me if I was going to beer choir at Hop Tree tonight. Too much churchy TMC, stuff. TMC, I said. You should have said, you should have said, I'm going over to Dave's to cut another episode, yeah. episode 20. And then I got to go to the plant for third shift. Oh. oh. You're so busy and so Well, important. what's your national day, Dave? Um, Did you screw this one up? I didn't write anything down. <laughs> well done, Dave. Greg, we've come to that time of the episode where it's time to give our old man advice. Who's first? I don't care. <laughs> I never care. Why do you always ask that? Dave. Yes. People have a lot of opinions about things they know very little about. Before you open your pie hole about every topic under the sun, how about you shut up and learn some stuff before you mouth off? Oh my God, I like your advice. 80% of the people I meet seem to think they're an expert on the economy. (laughs) Oh, really? Get your PhD from the London School of Economics, did you? You don't know Jack. Got got an opinion about why gas prices are going up or down? (laughs) Do you? Shut up! You're wrong! (laughs) The smartest conversations I have are with people that admit they don't have all the facts or that the issue is far more complex than the answer you find on a bumper sticker. (laughs) The least intelligent conversations I have are with people that that are smugly have the answer to everything. So if you're interested in a topic, research it. 
If you have an opinion, read the opinions of people who take the other side. Be truly informed. Or just go watch Green Acres and leave us alone. (laughs) Green Acres is the place for me. Farm living is a life for me. Oh, yeah. That's that's me. (laughs) I disagree with you. Everything you just said. No, just kidding. That was good. That made me laugh a lot. That was funny. Thank you. You were prepared for that. I appreciate that. Okay. Here's mine. Write it down. You are more apt to do it if you write it down. Make a list of goals you want to accomplish every year and post it where you will see it every day. Then make it happen. I did that this year. I wrote down all my goals and I put it on my office wall and I did everything that I put uh, on my goals. Really? Yeah. One was impressive. One was do a podcast. And look at us now. We're on episode 20. Wow. Look at me. More than a podcast. Yeah. We did a whole bunch of podcasts. We sure did. And we're just waiting to get canceled. (laughs) All right. Greg, this has by far been the longest episode that we've ever done. Uh, (laughs) We got to wrap things up. Let's wrap it up because I got to go back to work. Oh, Hey, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks to our guest, Bob Bellin. You were great. Thanks for calling us back. And, yes, we did try to call you. And uh, thanks for our listeners. And thanks to Tommy for another great show. Tommy, you're so funny.